0: Welcome to Story Chats at Inspee Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry and I'm here today with my two co-hosts.
1: I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer.
0: So today we are talking about books with the stranded together trope. Um, So this trope, I feel like it's a little harder to find, uh, especially in Christian fiction. Um, It's characterized by the hero and heroine being stuck together Um, with no one around to help and no easy way to get away from each other so usually there's an accident or active nature or some such thing feels like um, to make that happen it's similar to there's another trope called forced proximity which is where like the hero and heroine just have to be around each other all the time like they work in the same tiny little office or He's her bodyguard when she's running for president, so he has to be, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but but it's not that they can't get away from each other because, like, they got buried by an avalanche, which would be stranded together. So, um, so we're sticking with stranded, but if you worked a forced proximity into it, no one will be murdered as a result of choosing the wrong book. Um, that pretty much applies across the board because that feels like it would be effort and i don't feel like expending it so
2: i think it's it's forced proximity to the next level sure yeah plus not all fro- not all forced proximity is stranded together right. but every stranded together has an aspect of forced proximity
0: yes say yes that 10 is.
2: times fast
0: no yes <laughs> but no, that's true. There we go. There we go. All right. So do you have thoughts on Stranded? Love it, hate it, something in between?
2: Valerie? I do. I love it. (laughs) Um, Someone once said there are like basically three plots in all of fiction, and that is um, man versus himself, man versus others, and man versus nature. So, um, or woman, you know. <laughs> so, but in stranded together stories, um, nature becomes a character, and so I don't think you. Maybe you guys can prove me wrong, but I didn't think of it as a, a, the stranded together is somehow linked to a force of nature in in my mind, and so they they're two opposing characters, but they're forced to work together or yeah work together just like for their very survival against nature so yeah Yeah. I kind of like it it's it adds an element of adventure without it necessarily being a a mystery or a suspense as in you know there's not necessarily a bad guy with a gun out there but nature can be just as deadly
0: yeah or deadlier yeah Yeah. deadlier yeah
1: Narelle Well, I do. I love this one. And I agree. The three books that I've chosen for today are all related to weather events. And so (laughs) basically something happens with nature and the weather or whatever, and it ends up being stranded together. And I've always seen that different to forced proximity. And forced proximity is more something I'll probably think of in the general market romance and um, probably because it goes back to the days when I first started writing and there were all these rules of things that you can and can't do in um, contemporary Christian romance. And one of them was you don't want your hero and heroine unchaperoned in a hotel room or a house with um, potential for things that happen between men and women when they're stranded together. (laughs) So um, I think that's probably forced proximity. I'll probably think more in terms of um, a romantic context, whereas stranded together is often the most unromantic situation that you could actually come across, if that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes yeah. sense. And yeah. And so that's where I probably see the distinction. And I think that's why we see stranded together happening more often in CCR than we would um, forced proximity. In su- if it's in some respects in terms of being stranded, ignoring work, because work is obviously forced proximity for various right. reasons. Yeah. So
0: I didn't put this on our question sheet, but I'm gonna ask. Um, uh-huh. But I like Stranded a lot. Um, when I think about my mom, I know that she would have, um, so, so we're talking you know, older generation, um, she would have a big problem with Stranded Together in Christian fiction, because even though there's a big weather event going on, generally by the time they're stranded, there's at least interest. Um, generally speaking, they're not stranded from the very get go of, of the book. Um, sometimes they are, but do do you think that um, Christian readers struggle with having stranded in their in their CCR because because it does it it does have them together. Until un- un- over, overnight at least,
2: oh. or usually, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, well, possibly, they're not really stranded.
0: Right, possibly for days, like you know, for days all alone in you know the snow cave that they dug with their own two hands or whatever. You know, I mean
1: uh do you think that's an issue? I think it could be for some readers, for me it's not, and It also depends on how the book's written as well. And I think a lot has to do with the story set up and the way the story is written. So I think it potentially could be. And as I said, that was one of the the rules that you didn't have people overnight in a situation. If there was a bed anywhere near, that was like terrible. (laughs) No bed, no sofa, no anything comfortable (laughs) to lie down on. (laughs) So I think, yeah, I think that definitely could be a concern for some readers. Um, But for me personally, it's not something that I've ever really thought about as a reader. I think it
2: would depend on the individual story in some ways just thinking over some of the ones that I've got six here I could talk about so (laughs) and I'm not going to but there's uh, a variety of circumstances I guess is what I'm trying to say and some of them um some of them really just take up like a couple of chapters in the middle Mm -hmm. whereas others are like from beginning to end um and so I think there's there's such a variety of ways that this can theoretically happen that um, I would say it depends. Although I do know that, yeah, the love inspired line in particular, that's just like a huge no, no. It's just, yeah. If you're going to be stranded together, there'd better be granny had better be there too.
0: Stranded, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They need a shepherd. I asked, I have a friend who wrote a stranded and she got some reviews like they're, they're completely stranded like on a um basically like a desert island right and they got mad that she didn't have him build two separate huts like you know little lean tos to protect them from the tsunami kind of thing like uh he built one survival shelter <laughs> instead of two survival shelters um so yeah i mean i just thought it was kind of funny so to me i don't have a problem with it i feel like People who are going to do anything are like, there's a floor, you're going to find a way to do what you want to do, regardless, you know, if, if you're, if this is your character, um, then that is what you're going to do. And it doesn't matter what, whether or not there's an actual bed in the room. So anyway, I thought it was funny. Um, but, you know, obviously if you are one who really likes to avoid any potential possible appearance of evil, the stranded together trope is probably not gonna be one that you should seek out because it's, it's very likely that there are potentially compromising positions to be had um, just by the nature of the setup.
2: Even though our characters probably aren't going to succumb to those. Right, right, absolutely.
1: And. And if they're thinking about survival, it is, I mean, it could be the last thing on their mind is to be thinking about ways to, yeah, when they're trying to survive and need food and yeah.
0: Food and water, shelter, yeah, like a safe place to go to the bathroom. These are better things to worry about. (laughs) All right. So let's talk stranded books. Narelle, you go first.
1: Well, I'm going to talk about firstly the most recent stranded book I've read, which is Ruby Radiance by Valerie Coma. And I talked about this a few months back, or a month or two back. This book, and I, it's it ticks all the boxes for me for stranded because it's in the it's the Pot of Gold Geocaching um, series, and our heroine Trinity, she's sight impaired and volunteers to do the, the geocaching and gets put into a group and then we have dale who recently lost his wife and is very angry of god and there are a whole bunch of reasons and he gets his arm twisted by his brother who says i'll oh, look after the communication shop Well, you can go off and do this and um so there's a group of four and in this group this is awful i think she was blonde um this this awful girl who's just figuratively blonde anyway (laughs) yes oh she was just awful she was just there to she was there looking for a husband and um dale's trying to avoid her like the plague because she's sees hiking as a way of um, doing all the things that people don't want to read stranded books about. <laughs> so she's she's got an agenda. And then there's this other guy who's in it. He's really good. He's um, more mature and um, is a genuine hiker and into geocaching. And so because Trinity has the sight impairment issues with the best disease, if I've remembered the right one, yeah, yeah she's a bit slower and a bit more careful on the track. And she and Dale kind of fall a bit behind the other two. And I think it's not even that. I think they just wanted some separation from this awful woman that they're trying to both avoid. A man here. Yes, yes. And um, there's this landslide, and they end up getting trapped together. And it's not the entire story, the stranded together. But what it really did was he got injured when they were by the landslide. And he was protecting her. Oh, he was just so heroic. I really liked Dale. I love this book. But anyway. um, And it's it's more a case of it was... It was the forced proximity in the sense that they're out in the wild and there could be bears because we're in Montana. So that completely freaks me out before we even start. And um, how do they survive and what have they got left? And she's so resourceful Trinity. She has this pack of this backpack she carries of all these things because something could go wrong. And I just love the way that when they were both put under pressure with this really stressful situation with him injured and She's having trouble seeing stuff because the glasses aren't as good as they were, or she couldn't find them. There are different things that happened. That we really got to see what their characters were like and they actually got to know each other and got beyond the, the pleasantries of just walking and hiking. And it really it sort of swung the dynamics of the story into a certain direction. So it was a very key pivotal moment in the story. So this is a good one if you like stranded together. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Agreed. Okay. It was on my list too. Ah. <laughs> yeah no it doesn't surprise me (laughs) no no Uh, and their straining was a relatively short space of time yeah two or three chapters
2: I think as I recall
0: it was still really I liked it too I'm sorry my dog keeps losing his ball next to me and then wanting me to he wants me to play and I'm like not yet there are other people in this house go play with them (laughs) (laughs) all right Valerie what's your first
2: Um, The first one that I had is a book by Denise Hunter called Sweet Briar Cottage. Um, Noah thinks he and Josephine are divorced. They'd had a whirlwind romance and gotten married, and then she wanted out not long after, and he's like, I don't know what went wrong, and he thought he'd signed all the papers that were needed until the IRS came calling and said, About your wife. And he's like, I don't have a wife. And they're like, Yes, you do. So he has to contact her and go, I thought you filed all the papers. And she's like, Oh, that pile of papers underneath that other pile of papers that I never quite got around to dealing with. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, she'd missed more than one step. He confronts her, it does not go well. And when she finally gets all the paperwork ready for his final signature, there's a blizzard brewing. And she has to drive up the mountain because she can't wait because it needs to be done. She's like, she's up to here. so, even though the weather is looking like it's going to turn ugly, she feels like she needs to make the trek up the mountain to where he lives for him to sign these papers and she'll be fine and she'll get back to town and she'll file them and she'll never have to look at them again. Of course, that's not how it goes uh, because they are stranded together yeah. in his house and they <laughs> do have to go. I'm trying to remember why. It's been a couple of years since I read this one, but they do have to go out. I think there was um, horses and they go out on a snowmobile, and they run out of fuel, and they're, yeah, there's a whole lot of Stranded. There is an entire, probably 100,000-word novel full of Stranded um, in this one, and uh, a blizzard. The story has them chasing all over the terrain on a snowmobile, and finally, um, they're forced, I guess nobody can force you, to actually talk about what went wrong, Uh and... um, spoiler alert they reconcile
0: I know it's so shocking I read a book um a, it's a writing craft book the other day that um talks about how you don't give spoilers for stuff and then like she spends two pages on how the fact that the couple ends up together at the end of a romance novel is not a spoiler and people need to get over themselves if they think it is <laughs>
1: I'm like yeah, you
0: preach know. it preach it because that's why you're reading romance And it's
1: only the love triangle trope that can throw a spanner in the works but we won't go down that road
2: (laughs) we've been there we've we've done the roundabout on that one yeah that sounds fun i'll
0: have
1: to look for that one i think it's in my tbr it's the the blurb is sounding familiar
2: (laughs) yeah it's it's unique in that um usually in a romance novel you've got quite a wide supporting cast you've got Brothers or sisters, friends, you know the neighbors next door, and this one is like ninety nine percent Noah and Josephine because they're stranded together That's pretty great. much from chapter one and a half to chapter eighty four. Um, okay, yes. I'm probably not forty; long book. But uh, so there's not a whole lot of people kind of getting in their way. They do that all by themselves. Cool.
0: All right, so my first one is actually um, Stranded at the S- Sandbar by Jess Masterakos. It is sweet, not Christian, um, but I mean, all it's missing is a faith arc. It's, it's, it otherwise would be perfectly good for Christian. Um, I know sometimes sweet is starting to creep into a little like they'll have content that maybe Christian readers are not, not as necessarily interested in, but this one is still squeaky clean. Um. So, uh, it's part of her Kailua Marine. So, uh, set in Hawaii, and um, Kate and Tyler had met previously, and they shared a kiss, and then she totally ghosted him. Um, because she has terrible taste in men, basically. Um, and she she chases these losers basically because she she likes a project effectively. She thinks she can fix these guys. And then when it turns out that you can't fix someone, because that's not how solid, worthwhile relationships are made, um, (laughs) you know, she ends up getting her heart stomped on, but she just keeps going back to these losers. Um, So she ends up moving to Hawaii. And um, because she's the, I believe, a sister of this, someone in this friend group, so she's around Tyler and Tyler's like no way no how, no way no how not after like been down that road and saw the warning sign and I'm not going there again. Um, but they end up stranded in the ocean and he's injured and so they find a place where they can like at least not drown. Um, on the bar. Uh, Yeah, and so. it's really fun and is this the um, one where there should have been two shelters yes this is the one where there should have been two shelters (laughs) um like he's injured he's injured and he's building any shelter let's give him props for that (laughs) um and so um so yeah it's just it's cute i love her marines they're all heroic and swoony and um I, I just enjoy these books a lot. So Stranded at the standbar.:
2: I probably have that one in my Kindle. I've got uh, three or four of Jess's books there. And I read a handful of them, oh, I don't know, six or eight months ago. Can't <laughs> remember exactly when. And then, yeah, relatively recently, I went on a little buying binge and picked up more, but I haven't gotten into them yet. So I need to get there
1: That's sometime cool. soon. Yep. maybe i have some of the yeah. my next
2: uh or what what have you read episode right
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i have some in my tbr as well but i keep thinking i'll have a hawaii binge but she has a lot of books set in hawaii she does she
2: has a
0: whole yeah. six book series set there um plus i think one from the san diego marines has a good piece of it in hawaii so okay um, yeah
2: so there's a lot of hawaii
0: um Here's
2: a marine wife yeah. stationed in Hawaii if I recall she is her.
0: currently stationed in Hawaii yes yeah. yeah. So well her, if yeah. she's
2: not writing about something that she only Doesn't dreams know. of right no <laughs> stranded <though>. hopefully she <laughs> hasn't done that stranded thing
0: no <laughs> or if she did it was with her husband let's you know let's hope
2: <laughs> so in that case one shelter would have been fine right
0: well that's true got that's it true. got
2: it got they it they need a Great. second
0: one for their four kids um <laughs> <laughs> all right um I, you're,
1: Raul, you're, you're next right okay well my stranded book has a thousand chaperones <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> literally <laughs> so tremendous. the one yeah um the one i'm going to talk about which i have spoken about a while ago it's a okay. christmas book is christmas at gate 18 by amy mateo and this book, we have Rory, who's a um, supermodel, a fashion model, who's been doing a shoot in the Dominican Republic, and it's December 23rd. And so she's been working there for a few days and needs to go home from there just to go do something in LA and then go back to Seattle for Christmas to get away from this. Um, supposedly glamorous life that is just very exhausting and tiring (laughs) for her (laughs) and so she's ready for a break ready for a rest ready to go home and Colt is the bored playboy whose father's like a Hollywood executive and he's basically just has been cruising around not really doing much and his father's quite domineering so he ran away to the Caribbean or the Caribbean if I say it the American way (laughs) we call it the Caribbean in Australia and so he's been on holidays and so he's been summoned back by his father to go back to LA for Christmas so um, in the middle of all this we have a hurricane brewing and so they're at gate 18 is where their flight's going from and of course the what I call the board of death when you see this happen flight cancel flight canceled flight canceled it's just awful and that's what happens and all the flights get canceled because there's this um, event of nature happening that they just can't take off and land in safely which creates very interesting reactions in people I've actually seen a grown man throw a tantrum in an airport because there was a storm and he could not get on this plane that he needed to go on but anyway that's another story so um they get basically stuck and it's clean. It's I don't think there's a faith arc in this one. It's like Jess's book that you were talking about. Um, There's there's nowhere to be into forced proximity with no one around because we are in an airport. <laughs> so if you've got concerns about that, you're not going to have a problem with this one. But it was really, um, it was a really fun story, and it's a really short time frame, obviously, because it's happening over a matter of hours or days, as opposed to weeks and months. And just really fun watching these characters, basically, who they're complete strangers, know nothing about each other, getting stuck together, and how they actually manage the stress of that situation.
2: Remind me in fall to read this one. I, yeah. You've mentioned it before and it sounds really cool and I have not I, read it and I keep forgetting.
0: I, I keep yes. forgetting too. And then every time you talk about it, I think of it because I love the, um, have you, well, Valerie hasn't. Have you seen Norell, the Tom Hanks movie where he's stuck in the airport in the yes. York Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I, love I can't think of the name of it though, but I've seen I, it. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I can't either. <laughs> but- um, <laughs> Me either,
2: surprise. But, <laughs>
0: Every time you mention this book, I think of that movie and how much I enjoyed it. And I'm like, I need to read this book because I am probably one of few people in the world. I love airports. I love them. I love walking around in the little secured areas and seeing the things and sitting in the seats and watching the people. I love airports.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't like one. getting stranded in airports. Well, I, I
0: have <laughs> never been stranded for more than 36 hours in an airport. So maybe okay. if it went on for longer than that, I would hate airports. But um, I think but you I got knew. me
2: beat, but I was stranded for a few hours once. So.
0: <laughs> anyway. All right, what's your next one, Valerie?
2: Um, if you are a reader who is concerned about what things look like, then you might want to pass on this one. Um, This is capsized by Lori Larson. And um, Jet Martin is a personal trainer who loves to sail his 33-foot yacht in long-distance races. One of his clients is a nursing student, Sadie. She is an adrenaline junkie or she wants to be one anyways she's made one of the things that she's doing is she wants to run a marathon in every state and she's running her fifth as the story opens and, and jet had set her up for her training program she isn't um training with him now but he set up her her training regimen you know a year or two ago and they run into each other at the gym and and he's like oh i've got this yacht and she's like oh that sounds cool and uh, they bump into each other a couple of times and he invites her out and she's enthralled with the, the sailing part and she's happy to help him. You know, they, they play around on, on you know, how, how, how it all works and, and uh, he's planning to do, which really is going to be a rich boys kind of uh, a race between Rhode Island and Bermuda. Mm. And then something happens and he can't do it solo and he's looking for a partner. And he thinks of of Sadie. Now she's only sailed that one time for like two or three hours, but he's like, but she can follow directions, and I can do most of it. He's cracked some ribs, so he can't do everything. Mm-hmm. And but between them, you know, he's he's good at giving giving orders. She's good at accepting them. They'll be fine, except um, except they're not right. So this is a, a case where it's forced proximity. They force it on themselves um, by agreeing to go to To race um, this together, and it's a race that takes place over several days, and um, there are things that go wrong, as you may or may not guess from the title. Yeah.
0: the title um, doesn't bode well. It's so you might as well no, call it it doesn't it doesn't at all. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, um, but it is definitely in in my mind, it, it fit the the stranded together trope as well because. <laughs> I guess if it had gone well it would have only been a forced proximity. How about that? There you go. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> Look at um, you. But yeah, they they are forced to depend on each other. Uh I'm going to say in ways they hadn't expected to and that <laughs> sounds terrible but that's that's not what I'm innuendoing at all. Um just that it's it's not as easy. Not that they expected easy because it's a grueling race but um yeah anyway if you are looking for something with sailboats and people who are knowingly going on a boat together um, for several days and nights then uh, you may enjoy capsized by Lori larson
1: see i would assume everything's going wrong because it's deep ocean sailing yeah there's so many things that can go wrong and the title um, i mean the title yeah panels
0: yeah, are being nice
1: I don't know if there's pirates in that part of the world, but you can also come across pirates and all sorts of fun things in the middle Could. of the ocean. You should write your yes. own you have ideas that
2: Lori did not
0: have. I, I don't think generally we have pirates. Um I think those tend, But you don't know. You but might. I don't know. I will I will fully admit that I don't know. Um I don't know. <laughs> but I we don't hear about them and I think we might um we hear about pirates in other parts of the world so I would think if we had local pirates we would hear about them
2: um
0: but maybe not
2: maybe not I think Um, pirate is a little different than it was a couple hundred years ago yes yes totally
1: yeah but had you told me they were just sailing around a bay or a harbor for two days Uh, then I'd be thinking um that could be a problem for readers yeah because what yeah lots of time with not a lot of drama yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so
0: um, my next one, I have also talking about talking talked about before, <laughs> um, and it is "Forgiven by the Hero" by Tara Grace Erickson. Oh, that's um, my that's my next one. No, not anymore. <laughs> I have extras. Hey, um, and uh, this is a snowstorm, massive snowstorm, which strands them. He is out training his search and rescue dogs. Uh, when the storm comes up unexpectedly, they get to this cabin that he knew was there where she is holed up writing a novel. Um, So they get snowed in together um, and it's it's fun. Uh, You've got dogs, which is fabulous. And you've got um, one of the dogs in this book is actually named after my dog. she has I a dog, a Dobby dog. My, I, my dog is Dobby, um, which obviously is from Harry Potter. It's not like I came yes. up with this name, but um, the Dobby in Forgiven by the Hero is because um, Tara used to laugh hearing, we would sometimes video chat and well, we still do sometimes video chat and uh, Dobby, my Dobby is a very vocal schnauzer. I'm honestly surprised at how quiet he is when we're recording podcasts because he sings. Um and he stands <laughs> on his hind legs and sings and and just he has all sorts of hilarious noises that he makes when well, he we'll wants to something. hear that sometime.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Would he do that <laughs> now he, for us? Would um, he stop and do that now for us? I don't know. I don't have a treat.
0: What do you have?
1: You don't have a treat. What kind I don't of a dog, dog a mom are either. you? I will
0: next time we next time we record, I'll see if I can get Dobby to sing for us. Um yep. because, because he is quite the vocalist. And so the Dobby in the book also will sing and dance on his hind legs, um, which I think is fun. But anyway, um it's a great story and there's some mistaken or hidden identity in there as well. If I'm not mistaken, it's hidden. Um and uh, it's just fun but again if you're worried about impropriety there isn't any that happens but they are in a cabin with multiple bedrooms on their own in the snow i don't know if dogs qualify as chaperones um i doubt
2: it probably they're they're pretty game for whatever (laughs) yeah right right for sure
0: uh we could probably do one more if you guys have one more do you have another one or
1: I do, and I'll only talk quickly about this one because I have spoken about it before, okay. and that's um, His Baby Bond by Lee Tobin McLean, and that's uh, Stranded in the Snow one, mm. which is very fun. So Kendra is, um, look, she looks, up, in winter, she looks after these um, cabins up in Colorado in the, in the mountains, and she also has a fabric art business, and she doesn't have a lot of money and her sister and brother-in-law have passed away in a skiing accident and they they have a baby sarah so she's now looking after the 9-month-old baby who's just lost their parents so that's been a bit of a big learning curve for her and then we have the hero zeke and he has a lot of money he's a if he's on a He's a multimillionaire, possibly a billionaire. I can't quite remember exactly. And so he rocks up and rents a cabin and his goal is to set a legal case up so he can get full custody of his Um, brother's daughter of his niece so we have a custody issue going on between the uncle and the aunt Mm. and as you can see they're probably not very good friends that's more enemies to love this particular story and um, of course it's Colorado and it's winter and it snows and so we have a snowstorm and they do get stranded together in the story that it's not it's not the only thing that happens in the story but it's definitely a part of the story that makes this book even better so it's it's one of my favorites I like this series you'll hear me talk about the um yep Lee does
2: tropes really well um and to hear that uh, and I have read this one it's been a while ago and I I don't have super clear memories of it but you've got um you've got the custody thing you've got the the rich guy poor girl you've got the stranded together you've got she's sudden sudden appearance
0: yeah yes. yes
2: She, yeah. She's good at shoehorning in half a dozen tropes and it's kind yeah. of like stir and see what product we're getting this time around. I, yeah um, because yeah, that she, she really excels at that, I think. Yeah. What's your third, Valerie? Third, fourth, fifth, who's counting? <laughs> I have also mentioned this one before. I still do by Melanie D. Snitker. It is yeah. our reunion romance after divorce. Kara is still friends with some of her ex's family. She agrees to go on a ski retreat that his grandfather had set up um, before he passed away because she was, had been really close with him and he, the grandfather had specifically asked for her to come and then he died before it happened. She believed that her ex, Gray, would not be present. Uh, hello, he is. Because <laughs> otherwise it wouldn't be a reunion romance. Um, they are stranded <laughs> together in a blizzard part of the time with his family and part of the time um, not. So I think, yeah, blizzards really lend themselves very well to Stranded Together, but I'm glad that we found a few other angles to Mm -hmm. explore as well today.
0: All right, so my last one then, I feel like I've done this a lot lately, but I'm gonna do it anyway, it's one of mine, (laughs) Um, is uh, Hope for Love. It's, um, Royal and Sophie and, um, they get stranded, um, in Arizona. So there's no snowstorm <laughs> and it's just, it's just one night they, they end up, their car breaks down and they end up having to walk for help
2: after.
1: I had after forgotten that stranded
2: together was in that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I didn't know if there was enough stranded to include it. There, it was, there it might was sort of not. down my list. There, least. There, yeah. there
0: might not be, but um, I didn't have a third one. So I'm since we went <laughs> for a third one. I'm like, well, I wrote one, sort <laughs> of. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not. They're not super stranded. They're. But
2: that that just shows there's so many levels of stranded. Yeah. You know, from being in the middle of an ocean with, you know nobody Davis. around at right. all yeah. to a snowstorm where you are pretty sure if you can just hang in there um you'll you know another day or two you'll be able to get out to just all these different aspects of it that either take up you know a chapter or five chapters or 30 yeah it's a lot of scope in, yeah. um,
0: but their stranding is sort of pivotal to their relationship yes. progression so yeah maybe maybe that helps <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think that, that that would probably, mind you, I, I would hope that none of us would include that in a story right. or right. anything really no. that didn't matter. No, <laughs> Although, true. you know, there's padding. That's what editors are for.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, final, final stranded thoughts? No? All right. They're, I'm writing fun one stories. right now. They're fun to write. No, they're yeah. fun to read. You're writing one now? Yeah. Did I know that? Did I know that that one is stranded in it? I don't think I knew that. Well. I, I'm excited. It's now it's I know. The
2: um, choose me for always cowboy. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Then and give us awesome. a little
1: hint. How's it, what type of stranding is it?
2: Uh, it, it, might be, it might be a blizzard.
0: Might be a blizzard. Because, and now I'm
2: thinking, really, I should have been more inventive than that. Ah. I mean no, you're I in, like
0: blizzards. No, you're in Montana. So <laughs> it is Montana. yeah, blizzard, yeah. are blizzard their thing. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. No, cool. uh, yeah. So we've got that. And we've got the whole runaway bride and we're we're having a good time here. Excellent.
0: That's Cool. All right. So we would love to know what stranded books you enjoy. Did we miss any? Or if you hate the stranded trope, let us know why. Or if you love it, let us know that as well. Um leave us a comment either on the YouTube or on our Facebook page, but nobody ever comments on our Facebook page. So mostly just leave us a comment on the YouTube channel at this point. Um and while you're over there, be sure that you subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. You can find more information about the podcast at inspiromance.com/slash story chats. And um we will see you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Goodbye, everybody.
2: Bye. Bye, everyone.